Welcome to He That Hath Ears, Listen Podcast. My name is Dave Krupa, a Christian and student of the Bible. Each episode, I will share lessons I learned from God's Word to help on the Christian journey in everyday life. Thanks for spending some time exploring the Bible with me today. Now, let's listen. I had no idea when I started this podcast that the nation would be under a stay-at-home mandate due to the COVID-19 virus. I keep seeing things in the media that people are trying to figure out what to do when they are hashtag alone together. May I suggest some time spent in a good book? Old Brother Higgins built a shelf for the family Bible to rest itself, lest a sticky finger or grimy thumb might injure the delicate pages some. He cautioned his children to touch it not, and it rested there with never a blot, though the Higgins tribe were a troublesome lot. His neighbor Miggins built a shelf. Come, children, he said, and help yourself. His book is old and ragged and worn, with some of the choicest pages torn. Where children have fingered and thumbed and read, But of the Miggins tribe, I've heard it said, each carries a Bible in his head. Turn your Bibles with me to Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 33. But an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Get up and go south to the road that descends from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert road. So he got up and went, and there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. And he had come to Jerusalem to worship, and he was returning and sitting in his chariot and was reading the prophet Isaiah. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go up and join this chariot. Philip ran and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, Well, How could I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of scripture which he was reading was this. He was led as a sheep to slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he does not open his mouth. In humiliation his judgment was taken away. Who will relate his generation, for his life is removed from the earth? If we continue reading on, we see Philip started at that same place from where the eunuch was reading and preached Jesus. Brother Chris Flickinger did an excellent series on preaching Jesus from the Old Testament. You should check it out. For our purpose today, notice what the eunuch was doing when he was heading home. Reading the scriptures. Notice also that he desired a guide to help him understand what he was reading. If you are new to your Christian journey, I strongly recommend seeking a mentor or study group to help you. If that's not an option, I will share advice I received from my father-in-law when I was starting my Christian journey. He told me that when I read the Bible, I should think on a few points. The first being, who is speaking? Who are they speaking to? What's the context they are speaking in? And how does it apply to your life? The Bible tells us to exhort one another. 
Paul wrote to the Thessalonica church in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 11, Wherefore, comfort yourself together and edify one another, even as also ye do. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12 to 13 says, Take care, brethren, that there not be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. But encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Now, there are many ways that we can exhort one another. That may be simply with a pat on the back. It could be with a compliment. It could be by giving words of encouragement and comfort. It could be by our example. It could be by teaching and preaching. Or it could be just by reading the Bible to someone we care about. I want to exhort you in every way I can to read the Bible. Why? First of all, God wants his scriptures read, and he wants them read privately and publicly. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. For this reason I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace which was given to me for you, that by revelation there was made known to me the mystery, as I wrote before in brief. By referring to this, when you read, you can understand my insight into mystery of Christ. He also wants his scriptures to be understood. Matthew chapter 24 and 15, Jesus said, When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. We are told in Scripture that we should not read it like the Jews of Jesus' day did, in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 12-16. to 16. Therefore, having such a hope, we use great boldness in our speech, and are not like Moses, who used to put a veil over his face so that the sons of Israel would not look intently at the end of what was fading away. But their minds were hardened, for until this very day, at the reading of the Old Covenant, the same veil remains unlifted, because it is removed in Christ. But to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over the heart. But whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. We can see that Paul is telling us not to take God's words superficially not to read them without intent. We are not to read them by applying man's thoughts instead of what God's thoughts are. He went on to write to the Colossians in chapter 4, verse 16, And when this epistle is read among you, cause that it also be read in the church of the Laodiceans, and that ye likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. In 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 27, we see that we are to read unto all the brethren. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, Paul gives instruction to the young preacher to give attention to reading. And in Revelations chapter 1, verse 3, we can see that blessed is the one who reads, hears, and abides by what has been written. 
Under the law of Moses, the scriptures were to be read. Exodus 24-7, we see that Moses read the law to the people. Deuteronomy chapter 17, verses 18-20, to 20, there's instruction for the kings to read it. Deuteronomy 31 and 11, we see that reading of the law publicly was commanded. Joshua chapter 8, verses 34 through 35, we find Joshua read all the law publicly at Mount Ebal. And Nehemiah 8, verses 1 through 8, gives us another example of the reading of the law. Jesus expected the Jews of his day to have read and known the scripture. We see Jesus use this phrase often, Have ye not read? Matthew 12, 1-5 The Pharisees accused Jesus' disciples of breaking the law. Jesus referred to two Old Testament examples. Matthew 19, verses 3-12 The Pharisees tried Jesus by asking him about divorce. He answered them by saying, Have ye not read? Matthew chapter 21, verses 12 through 16. After Jesus cleaned the temple out, children were praising him. The chief priests and the scribes questioned about it. Jesus' answer began with, Yea, did ye never read? Matthew 21, verse 42. Jesus told the parable of the wicked husbandman. Then he asked, did you never read in the scriptures? Matthew chapter 22, verse 31. Jesus was asked about the resurrection. He answered by saying, Have you not read? Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 26. Jesus was asked about inheriting eternal life. Jesus directed the man's attention toward the law. We should read the Bible because it is the word of God. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 16 through 17 All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching for reproof for correction for training in righteousness so that the man of God may be adequate equipped for every good work A verse before that he tells the young preacher that reading of God's word will make us wise unto salvation we are told in John 16 and 33 that God's word can give us peace. These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. We are told in Romans 15 and 4, it can give us hope. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. It can give us joy. John 15 and 11 says, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. It can give us assurance. 1 John 5, 13 These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. God's word can save us. James 1, 21. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, 
which is able to save your souls. God's word can build us up. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. We also see from this same verse, God's word can give us an inheritance. We need to take heed to the advice that Isaiah gave in chapter 34, verse 16. Seek ye out of the book of Jehovah and read. Reading is fundamental. Unfortunately, I got started reading the Bible late in my life. And because I enjoyed the Shakespeare plays when I was in English class, I found reading the King James Version pretty easy and understandable. I've spent many years reading the Bible now, and it's amazing to me how it's like peeling back a layer of an onion. Though I read verses over and over again, I can learn something new by rereading it. Old Brother Higgins built a shelf for the family Bible to rest itself, lest a stinky finger or grimy thumb might injure the delicate pages some. He cautioned his children to touch it not, and it rested there with never a blot, though the Higgins tribe were a troublesome lot. His neighbor Miggins built a shelf. Come, children, he said, and help yourself. His book is old and ragged and worn, with some of the choicest pages torn, where children have fingered and thumbed and read, but of the Miggins tribe I've heard it said, each carries a Bible in his head. Won't you read the Bible today? Thanks for listening. W. Clement Stone wrote, That which you share multiplies, that which you withhold diminishes. If you found this podcast enjoyable, share the link with someone you care about.